0: Daniel chapter 3, verses 13 to 30. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what god will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, The king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men were firmly tied, but they fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unarmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out! Come here! So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their heads singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, "'Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants.' They trusted in him and defiled the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who can say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be burned into piles of rubble. For no other god can save in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the province of Babylon. So, have you ever been in a house fire before? I have. It was very scary. But there are things and lessons you learn once the smoke clears and the fire ends and you realize you have acquired a lot from that experience. So this sermon is entitled, All That I Acquired in the Fire. Stay tuned afterwards for my talk back. All that I acquired in the fire. Have you ever been caught in a fire before? I have. I was cooking in my apartment with some friends in Atlanta, and a fish fry fire started. Mercy, mercy. As the flames were higher and higher, we began to go into panic mode, grabbing anything we could to stop the flames, to stop the fire, in hopes to save our own lives. Well, we did put out the fire, but all that we acquired in the fire was major doses of fear, lungs full of smoke, and the bright idea that we would never do this again. What about your fire? When the heat becomes too much to bear, what do you do? Mercy. Typically, in grammar school, we were taught what to do in case a fire comes. Stop, drop, and roll. But sometimes, the things we were taught as young kids don't always come in the forefronts of our minds. So in the heat of the fire, when we are literally standing in the midst of flames, of those heated moments, those moments where the pressure seems too much to handle, it is in that place, like Shadrach, like Meshach, and like Abednego, that once we step out of the flame, we can look back and have a testimony of all that I acquired in the fire. On Wednesday night, I went to a poetry open mic to support one of my friends. When we arrived, the host gave us a prompt that the group was tasked with coming up with a few lines to share with the audience present. The opening line was, all that I acquired in the fire. And as I was listening to these young people talk about their fire experiences, I realized that so many of them have experienced so many hard times in the fire. But when they stepped out of the fire, when life's flames stopped trying to harm them, that was when they were able to see all that I acquired in the fire. So what can we learn from this story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that will help us once the fire stops, once the flames of life stop glaring, once the heat settles, What what have we learned about our fire experiences? And how can we look at this experience and have a testimony about all that I acquired in the fire? For these three Jewish men, they they first learned that even in the midst of flames and being bound and being tied down, surrounded by smoke and flames, that God is a keeper. These men were thrown into the fire that was seven times the original heat, bound, tied up, and tossed into the flames. It was so hot that even the very people that threw them in the flames were killed and burnt up instantly. But not these three. Not these three chosen by God. The flames, nor the smoke, nor the heat did not kill them. God kept them in the midst of the fire." God is a keeper. And it's true, life explains those things that are too hard or too hot to deal with, but that we feel we have been thrown into, become our very lessons on the ways God is keeping us. God will keep you in the midst of your fire experiences. There is a reason that you are still here today. You acquired a whole lot in your fire, but first you acquired knowledge of who God is to you. In this situation, God was a keeper for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But for you, God may have been a way maker, providing for you in some way while you were in the midst of your fire. For some, God is a miracle worker, making ways out of no ways, ways that we can't even see in the midst of our flames. For some, God is a promise keeper, God promised to never leave us nor forsake us. And so God kept the promise and brought you out of the fire. For some, God is the light in the darkness. Yes, yes. When life's flames blared all around us and blurred our vision and made our world seem dark around us, there was a light. Amen. That hope that we could make it out of the flames. God was that so all that you acquired in the fire is first knowledge of who God is to you when the flames were too much to handle god stepped in as whatever you needed god to be thank god for being exactly what i needed amen. in the midst of the fire amen second shadrach meshach and abednego looked back and saw all that they acquired in the fire and they realized they gained a sense of who supported them while in the fire. Amen. Verse 24 and 25 says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, Did we not cast three bound men in the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And their appearance of the fourth is like the son of God. The king was not in the fire with these men, but from the outside, he could see, even though he caused them to experience their time in the fire, that someone was with these three men. Amen. They were being supported by someone or the appearance of someone. It looked like someone was keeping them and protecting them and standing right In the fire with them. And that person looked like the son of God. In the midst of the fire, God sent the son of God, or whatever appeared to be, to stand right in the midst of the flames and to be with these men in what could have been the most fearful time of their life. Have you ever been in the midst of your fire and when the flames subsided, You realize that God was with you, or the Holy Spirit, or Jesus Christ himself. For so many, we feel God in different ways. We see God in different ways. For me, when I am in the midst of flames, God always sends me signs. These signs can come by observing things in nature. These signs can come by walking the streets and seeing signs on the street, or most recently, through fortune cookies. But these reminders show me how faithful God is to me, how faithful God is to send me just what I need in the midst of the fire. This support is crucial when going through a fire. Not only do you realize that the people you have suffered with alongside you too have this shared experience, but also that God or the son of God or what appears to be that now has this shared experience with you. When we feel pain, God feels pain. When we are down, God is down with us. God is our comforter. God is right with us in the middle of the flames. And when others from the outside say it appears to be someone walking with us, someone talking with us, someone making us feel okay in the midst of our hard time, we know that that is God. What appears to them to be something helping us is God, God's self, standing in the flame, experiencing the flames alongside us, but also helping us to endure it, cheering us on that we are more than conquerors, that God will send us just what we need in the midst of our fire. Thank God for sending what appears to be the Son of God in the midst of our flames. And last, eventually, the king calls the three men out of the fire and sees that the flame did not harm them. Mm. That they don't even smell of smoke. Wow. What a miracle. That even when the thing that tried us didn't hurt us at all. It didn't overtake us. It didn't stop us. It didn't even leave a lingering smell or pain or trauma we endured. It did not kill us. Mm -hmm. And now we receive a different perspective. And even those around you see you differently. So last, all that I acquired in the fire was a higher sense of myself. You know, many people don't understand all that lies within themselves. I will be honest, and sometimes I don't either. But everything that you need is somewhere inside of you. And what we need in the midst of the fire is a faith that is unshakable. This faith that carries with you, not only in the fire, but outside of it as well. When you come out of the fire, you are able to look at yourself and say, wow, I really made it. Amen. I didn't quit when it got tough. I didn't let go even though I really wanted to. I hung on in there when all I had was a little bit of faith to hold on to. But the Bible talks about faith the size of a mustard seed. That seed that lives somewhere inside of you and somewhere inside of me. That seed is ever growing, ever becoming, ever developing deep inside of you. So no matter what the fire does to the outside of you, know that this seed of faith still lives in you. And no one can ever take your faith away. You own your own faith. These Jewish men had faith before they even went into the fire. But in the fire, we don't even hear much from them. But I know what what being in the fire feels like. And my faith is not always the strongest at that time. But alongside these other elements, once I see that all I acquired in the fire was knowledge of who God is, a deeper understanding of the support God gives in the fire, now I know that I can put my faith in this God because God was with me at one of the hardest times in my life. That is faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. These men could not see their way in the flames, but their faith was still there. Somewhere inside of them, that mustard seed of faith was growing, was sustaining, was keeping them. That faith protected them. Thank God for faith. Faith in the midst of flames and all that you acquired was what you went through. And what you went through is more than some people can even stand. Mercy. But you did it. God did it with you. And together, you now have a better sense of who you are and what you can adore. This is what you acquired in the fire. So when I am asked that prompt again, all that I acquired in the fire, I say, as someone who, in, who has endured more than enough flames, my poem, my story, my testimony will say, all that I acquired in the fire were the lessons of life that the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego taught us. Those principles helped shape me into the faithful believer I am today. Those flames that endured did not change them physically, but it did change them spiritually and even the ones around them. These fire experiences truly do spread like wildfire. And what they acquired in the fire was a friend that stuck closer than any brother. And I, too, acquired that same thing. I found Jesus Jesus in the midst of my fire. Jesus, who had already endured more than enough for the sake of the whole world, was standing right in the flames with me, never leaving me, never forgetting about me. And now that the flames have dwindled, no, they aren't completely out, but I am able to see myself differently, stronger in a way, stronger than I was before I went into the flames. Thank you, God, for giving me strength in the fire. That is what I acquired. Amen. And you too have a testimony of ways God kept you in the fire. Amen. Look back on that experience and realize that God was preparing you for those fire experiences every single time. We learn in the fire. It burns sometimes. But don't lose your faith in the midst of the fire. That same God that was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will and has always been with you every step of the way. Amen. Would you stand with me? You know, it's, it's a beauty to see certain things sort of come to an end or a close of sorts. Because some seasons are really hard. The flames of life can be so hard to bear. But the reality is that to every struggle there becomes a testimony. And this testimony is all that I acquired in the fire. There are so many of life lessons that I've learned just because I went through that rough time, that rough moment, that rough patch. But I continue to know that to every season, there is a reason. There is a reason and there are purpose. There's so many things that you can learn from the experiences that you have, whether good, bad, or indifferent. But the testimony truly becomes all that I acquired in the fire and you gain so much from that experience. So this is my story that I want to share with you all today. Thank you for continuing to listen and tune in next week. I'm Pastor Stewart. Have a great day.